With harvest nearing completion, producers are already looking forward to next year. With little rainfall in recent weeks, though, topsoil moisture levels are a concern. Matt Struthers is a crops extension specialist with the provincial ministry of agriculture. When you look at those numbers, it just shows you how um, how little moisture there is out there, and 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 uh, when it's that low. Um, you know, uh, plants just can't sustain themselves. Cropland topsoil moisture is rated just 25% adequate and pastureland topsoil moisture 12% adequate. The Western Canadian Wheat Growers says it's shocked by the depth of the impact of the federal government's proposed 30% reduction in fertilizer emissions. Fertilizer Canada has completed an independent analysis of the effects of the proposed emissions reduction. The analysis was done by Myers Norris Penny. The calculations show that by 2030, the prairie provinces will have the following losses. Alberta reported a $2.95 billion loss in their canola and spring wheat crops. Saskatchewan, a $4.61 billion loss in their canola and spring wheat crops. And Manitoba reported a $1.58 billion loss in their canola, corn and spring wheat crops. In a news release, the wheat growers state that calculations show that Canadian prairie farmers are net zero emitters. The group adds that the many agricultural and technological advances that have been made over the past two decades, Canadian farmers have been leading the charge around healthy soils and carbon sequestration. The government of Saskatchewan has once again proclaimed October as Agriculture Month in Saskatchewan. The time is meant to recognize the contributions of the agriculture industry in our province. It is also an opportunity to increase consumer understanding of and trust in modern food production. Farm and Food Care Saskatchewan, in collaboration with industry partners, will share food stories and encourage the public to learn about modern agriculture throughout the month of October. For a full list of Agriculture Month events or to learn how you can take part, visit farmfoodcaresk.org. Follow Farm Food and Care Saskatchewan on Twitter at farmcarefoodsk or on Facebook at farmfoodcaresaskatchewan and share your stories on social media using hashtag CelebrateAG. The University of Saskatchewan is getting a new insect research facility. The University of Saskatchewan Insect Research Facility will be the first facility of its kind at a Western Canadian University and one of few facilities in Canada designed to conduct research on arthropod plant pests and beneficial insects, the UFS said in a news release. Funding for the design and construction of the facility will come from several sources including the Western Grains Research Foundation, $500,000, the Canadian Foundation for Innovation, $285,000, the Saskatchewan Canola Development Commission, $70,000, Saskatchewan Pulse Growers, $70,000, the Saskatchewan Wheat Development Commission, $70,000, and the University of Saskatchewan, $50,000. Keith Degenhart, an Alberta grain farmer who serves as board chair of the WGRF, said research conducted at the new facility will benefit producers by increasing knowledge about harmful and beneficial insects and reducing farmer dependence on pesticides. The new research facility will be located in the Agriculture Building on the University of Saskatchewan's main campus in Saskatoon. Architectural planning has already begun, the UFS said. Canada's smallest canola harvest in 13 years resulting from severe drought is forcing importers like Japan and Mexico to pay more or scour other countries for the yellow flowering oilseed. With the little available Canadian canola fetching high prices, customers of the world's biggest canola exporter are leaning more heavily on smaller producing countries or alternative vegetable oils such as palm and soybean oil adding to global food inflation. 
Labor shortages and pests are also eating into those oil supplies. Both export markets and Canadian crushers, who process canola into oil for food or fuel and meal for animal feed, are coming up far short of normal supplies. Canada exported 388,000 tons of canola from August 1st through the first seven weeks of the new crop year, down 71% year over year, according to the Canadian Grain Commission. Australia and Ukraine, which have bigger harvests this year, stand to benefit from Canada's smaller crop picking up new sales. And Stephen Nicholson, senior analyst of grains and oilseeds for investment bank Rabobank, those countries typically export far less than Canada's volumes. However, for Golden West, I'm Catherine Ludwig.